Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! more excited about my upcoming trip to Flathead Lake or this show that we got for you today. Welcome in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Hope you're enjoying yourself on your Thursday. It's hot, hot, hot. And uh, this is our last show of the week. I'm heading up to Flathead Lake for the weekend. Got a wedding. But first, we have a ton of fun stuff to get to. We've had a great jam-packed week, all sorts of great interviews, and that continues today. A couple of my favorite ladies in studio with us. First, we'll start with Krista Redpath our Big Sky Conference analyst around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista, the Where Are They Now edition. That's our summer series. And this thing is sort of a, uh, a full circle for me because our guest today, Mandy Morales, who, in my personal opinion, uh, is, is the great, greatest player I've ever seen play for the Lady Grizz. Comes with a caveat, we did not move to Missoula till 1993, so I did not ever see Shannon Kate live and in person. But for my money... Then the Lady Grizz is the, the team I have covered the longest as a sports writer. Manny Morales is my favorite player that I've ever covered and I think the best Lady Grizz I've ever seen. She'll join us here in just a few minutes uh, for the continuation of what's been a really fun summer series. It's also a Thursday, so that means we have a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warden's Market. We'll do that about 4.30, 4.45, just depending on how things are going uh, with Mandy. And the top of the hour, another one of our favorite gals, Carolyn. Chicka doesn't know sports. She'll swing by. She's got some reactions from the ESPYs. Uh, there's also allegedly a professional pillow fighting league. And uh, Charles Barkley is somehow, some way, going to be playing in a pro-am on the Live Tour. I don't know. Carolyn has all sorts of funny stuff to talk about, most of which I have no idea 
before she ever tells me about it. But we'll catch up with her at top of hour number two, and then we'll take you into our weekend and maybe even your weekend as well. I know a lot of people get away during these Fridays in July, yours truly included. Uh, We'll talk some more NFL, including more NFC East. We kind of got stuck on the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys yesterday, so we'll talk about the Washington Commanders, New York Giants, and some of the other pertinent teams in the NFL as our uh, division-by-division breakdowns uh, quickly approach with uh, the NFL uh, just on the horizon. It's crazy to think it's already middle of July and football is starting up. Uh, this is actually fun, Krista. Chris oh. Redpath in the studio with us. So you are involved uh, in football now on an even higher level because of having a son in high school. This is kind of cool. Your older boy is now at Hellgate, and so you're kind of getting your first taste of uh, – high school football and all the stuff that goes in. I mean, it's busy time of year for these boys. Definitely. I had a chance to help volunteer and brought them Gatorade and water for the last three days over and at River Bowl. They've just been practicing out the River Bowl, right? They have. They've had camp and it's been incredible. Ryan Nelson in his first year coming from Frenchtown, Hellgate High School head coach, just phenomenal leader and is really overlaying a good foundation for the Hellgate Knights. I saw our good buddy, our good mutual friend, and uh, fellow Great Falls native, Brian Salonen, at uh, a party over the weekend, and he was all juiced up. He was saying, you know, I think he was, like, wondering how much longer he should do it. And I was like, B.S., you got to keep coaching forever, man. I mean, the guy's just got such good energy, and he's so good with the kids. He's got to just keep it going. He does. I mean, my son, Evan, just really enjoys learning from him. He's just got so much to share. And he, you're exactly right. He just really brings the energy. Well, it shows you how good of a place Missoula is to live, too, right? Because, I mean, think of the football resources we have here. We had Marty Mortaway in studio yesterday. He's coaching high school kids. I mean, this guy coached Brett Favre and Steve Young. And the best high school quarterbacks are getting a chance uh, to learn from him. And and obviously, Brian Sloan played for the Dallas Cowboys. So, I mean, what a guy to work with your kids and, and anybody's kids out there. So, uh, wishing good luck to Hellgate Knights, the Sentinel Spartans, and every other team. Big, Big Sky Loyola, everybody else from around the state of Montana. Uh, it's a fun time of year. I know some schools are already diving into some of the uh, the fall camp or team camp stuff. There's some border wars and things like that going on. I know Sentinel is going to go play. Some teams from Spokane and Coeur d'Alene uh, here in recent weekends. So uh, it's getting closer. I uh, don't ever want to wish time away. want to enjoy the summer, but um, definitely a fun time of year and uh, can't wait for football to be here. This week around the Big Scan Women's Hoops is presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate or use your home equity for an exciting new project, Make sure to call Man Mortgage. A family-owned Montana company, Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's communities statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Before we get to uh, Manny Morales, Crystal, you look very nice today, and I know that uh, we have a ensemble uh, partner here uh, at Around the Big Sky Women's Soup, so tell people about your outfit. Well, yes, um, Clover dresses me each week, and I'm wearing a velvet top, seven jeans, and it's, it's a little warm. I'm not going to lie because it's, it's warm outside. But, boy, they have some amazing fall clothing. And it's just it's, it's really um, great to be dressed by them. And Shannon Brown-Callahan has such good taste and really appreciative. Well, thank you so much to Clover. Thanks to Man Mortgage. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Also, stay tuned in the midst of this segment to, for a uh, local youth sports update, keeping you in the know about what's going on all the way around the world of youth sports. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, also SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app. Or you can always visit the station website as well, 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live and you'll find the stream. 
And if you want to be a part of the show, call us and or text us. Texting's best when we have a guest on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. But you can always text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in, an all-time great player for the Lady Grizz, a Billings West product, and now the head coach at Huntley Project High School, Manny Morales, one of my favorite Lady Grizz of all time, one of the best players I've ever seen for the Montana program. Mandy, thanks so much for taking some time. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? So, so good. And uh, I know that Krista and you have already talked this week, and you guys are both very excited for this. So I'll let Krista get this interview started off. But thanks so much for being here, and uh, good to talk to you again. I probably haven't talked to you since, you know, by 15 years. So good to hear from you again. But I'll let Krista get things started. Mandy, where do we even start? Okay. I feel like we covered so much ground this week. We talked about your whole career. I could just get on here and just name accolades. Um, (laughs) but I think that one thing I want to start with is you played on some incredible Lady Grizz teams. So each year was unique. The first year when Mm -hmm. you came in, there was a veteran group of Lady Grizz, Crystal Bear, Julianne Keller, Lindsay Monaco, Holly Tyler. I know as a former player, the relationships that you have freshman to senior, I had some really good players, Malia Kipp, Carla Beatty, Sherry Brooks, all forever have Mm -hmm. relationships with those girls just because of that freshman senior relationship can you talk about what it was like with them as leaders and maybe specifically Lindsay Monaco and you guys just going at it yeah I mean uh thanks for also for having me uh I appreciate it um uh but yeah I will say you know my freshman year was um I would say shell shock because um you know with those great players and awesome leaders and having them as great role models and they kind of took me under their wing and showed me the ropes of uh the true lady grizz uh tradition and um you know i do still talk to them once in a while i like like i said i've been gone for a while in uh ward in montana coaching so i haven't been back to missoula lately but like i said um just you know, having those great leaders, um, senior leaders, it's just uh, amazing to have because I think it just helped me throughout my years um, there, the extra four years that I had there. So I had to redshirt freshman my first year um, transferring. So that was kind of also a blessing in disguise too as well, just because of uh, having that um, chance to have that academic feel um, going from high school to college. So I really do appreciate, uh, having to sit out, even though, you know, it did suck, um, not playing games, but it's, it's nice to get acclimated that first year to get acclimated to, to the university. I know it's interesting, Mandy, you say that you haven't talked to some of them. I feel like even with you and I, I haven't talked to you in a while, but we just pick right up. And that's how it is even with your players and your teammates, you go to battle with your teammates you go to war mm-hmm. and you become yeah. almost like sisters and the relationship is so strong. And so it's just neat to hear you talk about the relationship still being very strong. Yes. Yes. And uh, like I said, hopefully one of these days I can get back up and get the chance to see him. So, um, but one of these days. <laughs> We're on the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Manny Morales showing Krista Redpath and myself, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This week, presented by Man Mortgage, this is our Where Are They Now series. Manny Morales joining us on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Hey, Manny, let's talk about just the time that led up to you becoming a Lady Grizz. 
I, I think you're a grade older than me. So I remember watching you in high school, and I remember watching just the rise of Billings West. I thought it was so interesting researching this, how I didn't realize this. When West, when you guys went back-to-back, you guys were the first Billings public high school to win state girls basketball championships. And it seemed like there's been a ton since then, but that was sort of a breakthrough moment. So just tell us about your high school days and what you learned at Billings West, because it seemed like that's kind of where you first honed in this uh, this competitive nature that you have. Man, yeah, that was quite some years ago. <laughs> I actually had to kind of take some time, too, to look through my uh, book that my grandma made me just to figure out what what uh, we all did in high school. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought uh, dressing from Class B to AA was kind of a struggle, but uh, I thought Coach Wooden did a really good job to transition me in to that level. And uh, I had a great group of friends that just kind of um, – Put, put, took me under their wing, and uh, like I said, it was a, it was kind of a shell shock, kind of from you know going from ASU to uh, uh, U of M. So I just thought uh, you know having that uh, experience with AA kind of got me out a little bit, but um, I now am coaching at the Class B level, and I'm now realizing how much talent there is at this lower, or I shouldn't say lower level, but C and B. I mean, they have tremendous talent, and um, I just, like, there's a lot of people that like to transfer a lot, so I always just say what um, what your heart feels for, you know, just stick with it, so. Um, yeah, and Huntley, Huntley that, Project, you know, you know about, about 522 people live in Huntley, and your Class B, um, just right in Yellowstone County, and there's a lot of agriculture going on. I know you're living um, on a farm with your family, your stepdad and your mom. Um, and I thought what yep. was really interesting is when we were on the phone, you were going to Billings to get some parts that you needed to get yeah. for your family. It just seems like the life there is slower, but it's also very much focused on the youth. And I love what you're doing at Huntley um, with your career and your job. You're doing very important work as a behavioral specialist in the Comprehensive School and Community Treatment Program. Mandy, can you talk about that and what it is like to work with youth, at-risk youth, and be a role model for them? Oh, I love it. I mean, uh, my uh, day is, um, you know, eye-opening, being around those uh, kids that I have to see every day. Um, They're great kids. Uh, They just need someone to talk to kind of get something off of their chest a little bit. Um, maybe just being kind of a friend to them. Um, like I said, just someone to lean on. So I just really am blessed to even have the type of job that I have. Um, it's very um, convenient and they're very lenient with me, even with basketball too. So it's just a blessing to even be part of it. So, And I know you really like having your dad, Jim, in the gym with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he never stops. But uh no, it's it's really nice to have him. Um he me and him sometimes butt heads about things, you know, but that's that father daughter type of relationship. So <laughs> I I just think that, you know, both of us are competitive and he obviously him and my mom both taught me the game of basketball, so uh I just kinda have to have my ears open to what he says. So 
when it comes to just working with kids in multiple different facets, is there some crossover there? I mean, do you see some parallels between what you're trying to instill in your team that you're coaching and some of the kids that you work with off the court too? Oh, yeah, definitely. I like to try to do peer mentoring with my basketball girls, you know, even just to have my girls realize that what's going on in life besides just what they're doing. Um, you know, even, like I said, just to see the little kids in the hallway and they totally look up to them just because the success that they had last year, I thought, you know, a lot of these younger kids, even at camp, you know, they're just like, you're that basketball player. So I'm starting to tell these girls that you got to kind of watch out what you're doing, you know, and be that great person because all these little kids and these little eyes are looking at you every single day. So. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops presented by Man Mortgage. This is our Where Are They Now series, a summer series featuring Krista Redpath and a variety of former standout basketball players for Montana and Montana State. Mandy Morales, former Lady Grizz, joining us here on Nuanas Now. And that lesson you just talked about, Mandy, probably an important one that you learned too, both high school and college players. So uh, how much do you think your background uh, just as a hooper playing at Billings West, playing for Lady Grizz and, you know, playing for Robin Selvig, playing for Kevin Wooden. How much has that influenced you as a coach? I mean, what sort of things did you learn then that you transition and try to use in your coaching now? Oh, tons of it. I mean, everything um, I say, and then we also met up with Robin Selvig at the U of M camp this summer at the end of June. And and the girls were like, wow, that's kind of the same stuff that you're teaching us, Coach. So Love it. I really do uh, implement a lot of things that Rob um, had in his program and uh, and so forth with Wooden at uh, West High. But um, also, I mean, even coaching underneath Karen Deaton, I thought, was uh, a great mentor because she taught me a lot of just how to be uh, a really great coach and how to get things done. So um, I really do appreciate her giving me the time and opportunity to coach at Sentinel for her. So, um, yeah, I just uh, really tell them that, you know, the the hardness that I'm giving on them is the life lessons that they're going to have to take in um, during the lifetime, um, even if they go play college or a different sport that they have in favor for and you know I just think that uh, life's going to be tough so I just kind of have to you know be tough on them and realize that I'm not the only mean one (laughs) (laughs) no doubt I think resilience is what I what I hear your theme too and and going back to Robin Selvig I I went back and looked through your whole career. I want to talk more about each year. I want to break it down. But Rob had a quote about you that just stood out to me, and I'm just going to tell it to you. I'm going to say it right on the air. She is just a fundamentally sound player in all areas of the game who make people around her better, and that's the ultimate compliment. And I think that that just really yeah. stood out because you just don't get compliments like that from Rob. He doesn't just hand them out. For sure. And so for it to be the ultimate compliment and for you to understand that the impact that you have and as you coach other players and you mentor, but that they make players around them better. And that's what I saw you exactly. do in your career. I, I look at Sonia Rogers, Brittany Loman, Tam Gardapi. Those are the players that you left mm-hmm. with. And they all ended up with mm-hmm. incredible Lady Grizz careers with you as the catalyst. And I believe that you made them better. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. But, uh, like I said, it takes a team and a village to build one. So 
like I said, it just uh, even started with Rob Selvig at the time. And, um, I mean, like I said, the Lady Grizz, they're truly missing him right now. Well, and we talked about Rob. And, again, I, I think it's just funny when you talk about him because I have Robisms, too. I mean, I say <laughs> things when I'm coaching my own kids and our own mm-hmm. AAU team. Um, some things that just come to mind, like don't pass. We've said this already, Coulter, but do not pass through the defender. Pass around. Um, pretend yeah. you're fast. <laughs> Those are some things that... Um, but I do think that... Or you're the worst defender in America. <laughs> right? I got those a lot. <laughs> I, I know. He, he definitely has um, something about him. But what I, what I caught, what, when we had our conversation and what I really appreciated that you said is that he believed. He believed in you. And that's something For that sure. he instilled in all of us. But can you talk mm-hmm. about what that feeling was like because you stepped in right as a freshman and commanded your presence. I know mm-hmm. you sat your first five games um, as your, mm-hmm. as a freshman with a minor injury. Do you, mm-hmm. what, what exactly yep. was wrong with you during that time? I had a, a weird benign tumor in my knee. Okay. They had to I knew it was something and... knee related, but from then on out, you mm-hmm. scored in double figures, 20 of your next 21 games. You ended up averaging mm-hmm. close to 16 points, four assists, two steals a game a unanimous first-team all-conference player. So you came into the mix right away for the Lady Grizz, but you credit that to Robin Selvig believing. Oh, definitely. I mean, to even uh, bring the the ball up as a freshman, I just thought he had all the ultimate belief in me. So it was pretty special to have that. And, you know, I mean, he built the confidence for sure in me because, you know, I mean, I... Like I said, I competed against Lindsey Monaco and all those great guards um, in the day. So it just prepared me. So it was nice. Well, my first uh, gig as a sports writer was working at the student newspaper. And that was when the Cayman came out every day. So I remember getting to cover mm-hmm. you ladies. And uh, obviously, we weren't traveling at the time. We'd only cover the home games. But it was a rare day. I, I think maybe one or two times in three years covering you ladies that I actually saw the Lady Grizz lose at home. So you guys seemed like you had a ton of pride in protecting home court. But, yeah, I mean, you guys were just so dang good all the way around. I mean, it seemed like there was a refuse-to-lose attitude. So, I mean, what do you think went into that? And what do you remember most about those runs? Because you guys were, you know, 25-plus wins multiple times and uh, NCAA tournaments and all that. So um, what do you remember most fondly about those years? And what went into all that success? Well, uh, just knowing me, I hate to lose, even just with coaching, too. You know, I just try to win and I instill that in my players too but um I just think you know uh everybody was on board with coach Rob Selvig of what we wanted to do and the tradition uh, the winning tradition that he's had and we didn't want to let him down you know so um I think everybody I mean most of our girls were from Montana so uh we we just really drilled into that we were gonna make a big statement for Montana and, and playing in Dahlberg Arena, you know, I'm looking at some stats. Your junior year, you averaged just about 4,000 games or 4,000 fans per game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 29th mm-hmm. in the nation. But, I mean, talk about the environment in Dahlberg Arena. I mean, we've alluded to it. Coulter and I have discussed it. But what that was like to play in front of that type of fan environment. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, every game. I still have chills about it, you know, um, running out on the court and, I still remember our senior night when it was packed. Um, I don't even think there were really was much seats. And even our senior year at um, 
the Big Sky State Con- or Conference or whatever, and it was it was amazing, and the the amount of support from elders um, to younger people to kids. Um, like I said, it was the uh, the Missoula community stopped to even just go watch Grizz sports. Awesome. And that's why I kind of try to tell my girls to uh, get recruited. Make sure you have a good fan base because you don't want to be having to play in front of, you know, only 20, 30 fans, you know, and it's kind of like a scrimmage or a practice again. So, Well, certainly uh, a wonderful atmosphere here uh, in Missoula. When you think back to the, the Big Sky Conference in those days, uh, do you remember some of your, your rivals? Uh, I remember that Portland State seemed to be like the team, the, one of the only teams that could really compete with the Lady Grizz at that time in the conference. But, I mean, what do you remember about some of your, your Big Sky battles? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was, uh, like Rob said, every game is going to be a battle for us, you know, because we kind of had that big target on our back, and we took every game serious. Um, even if it was a, you know, don't like to throw any in uh, – Big Sky Conference teams out, but even if they were had a losing record, you know, I, we were still prepared for them because we didn't want to lose. So <laughs> it was uh, just a winning tradition for the Lady Grizz, and we just wanted to keep it rolling. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, proven. Contact Man Mortgage for more information. You can find info at missoula.manmortgage.com or call the local office here in the Garden City, 406-542-0700. More on our Where Are They Now series featuring former Lady Grizz, Mandy Morales, Chris Redpath in the studio, Mandy on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. We will have a six-pack and a sandwich from Warren's Market, Paddleheads, tickets, and more of this awesome interview Right after this, keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. What's better in the summer than watching a couple of the best baseball teams in the Pioneer League? Can't think of much. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're watching, listening on the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're tuning in, thanks so much for being here. Hope you're having a good week so far. This is the end of our week. We're going to take you to the weekend. No show tomorrow. Back at it on Monday. 
Uh, but we'll be happy to have a couple days up there at Flathead Lake. I have not gone to Flathead yet this summer, so very much looking forward to it. How about we send you, though, down to the Missoula Paddleheads game against the Ogden Raptors. Paddleheads ripped through the first half of the Pioneer League North. They won the pennant with uh, quite some breathing room. And now they're into the second half, squaring off against the Pioneer League South champion, Ogden Raptors. You want to check out the Paddleheads and the Raptors? We got a pair of tickets for you. Plus, we got a six-pack of beer and a sandwich, courtesy of Warden's Market. We're giving it all to you right now. Six-pack of beer and a sammy presented by Warden's Market, as well as two Missoula Paddleheads tickets for Saturday's game. Text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us. Let us know what you're up to, and uh, we'll, we'll be you'll be entered to win Saturday night tickets to the Paddleheads and a six-pack of beer sandwich courtesy of Warden's Market. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops featuring Chris Redpath. The Where Are They Now Summer Edition continues, and our guest this week, Manny Morales, a Billings West graduate, a University of Montana four-time All-Big Sky selection and a longtime high school basketball coach now who's the head coach uh, for the Huntley Project Red Devils. She's joining us right now on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Before we get to that, though, Chris, I know that you are uh, wanting to highlight some youth sports around the community. So what's going on uh, this week? What's our, uh, what's our youth sports update? We are going to feature a youth basketball organization called Elite Baller Vision. And the person who started this in 2020, Carlton Billingsley, who grew up in an inner city, uh, he found sports as a way to stay out of trouble. It taught him how to work towards his goals. Carlton has a passion for teaching the fundamentals of the game and sharing his love. And what he is doing is he's taking this age group of kids 5 through 13, K through 6th grade boys and girls, and he is working with them on individual basketball skills. Driven to bring the love of basketball to all youth is his mission statement. And so if you want to reach out to him, you can call him 406-240-7829. You can reach out on Instagram, coach underscore Billings, L-E-A, or on Facebook, Carlton Billingsley. It's really neat to see people that are taking just interest in the youth in Missoula and trying to better them. And he's certainly one of them. Well, sports are certainly important. They're certainly important for the development of our youth. And uh, that's what the young lady who's joining us right now on around the Big Sky Women's Hoops is doing as a high school basketball coach. So, Mandy, I got to ask you, uh, do you get a chance to play much anymore, or is it all just with uh, coaching with the whistle in your mouth? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I do hop in when it's actually the open period. Um, there's certain periods that you cannot play with them. So sure. uh, I do hop in a few times, and, yep, I the reason why I hung them up is because uh, I am – not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you're a big shoe collector too. So, do you have any uh, shoes? Do you, do you have a particular pair of shoes you like to ball in? Are you one that keeps you know the fancy shoes in the box, or are all the J's up no. for grabs when you're going to go run? Well, I mean, if you're going to buy expensive J's like that, you better hoop in them, right? Uh, that's you what I'm saying. I love that. Throw. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And everybody asks why you ball in J's, and I'm like, uh, Michael Jordan did it. So <laughs> that's right. What's, yeah. your, what's your favorite pair? Do you have a, a particular pair that you like? I'm wearing the retro ones, Air Jordan ones right now, the highs. 
Whew. Red and nice. black. I got to go it. with school colors. Uh, once upon a time, one of my best friends got married. He was working at Nike at the time. He bought us some one retros to wear in the wedding, and I still got them to this day. Every once in a while, I'll wear them as like a pseudo dress shoe instead of like a ball and shoe, you know, just kind of hide it underneath yeah. the slacks. So Mandy, well, they're the originals, so you got to go with them. You got to so go. You're on the farm. I hope you're taking care of them. Are you? Are you like <laughs> wiping them down? Do you have some brushes those, to make sure they stay clean? Yeah, those don't hit. Those don't hit the farm or the ranch. Okay. No, they just All stay right. on the court. For sure. Well, that's one of the best parts about Montana, right, is you can have this uh, sort of rural background like you do and also be a baller like you are, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of the yeah. mixing of two different things, right? For sure, yeah. I mean, that's what I tell the girls. I said there's nothing else to do. I mean, work or go get in the gym, so... I think they're taking the get in the gym is better. Well, when it comes to who you might have followed growing up, I know you have some influences that we already talked about in the coaching world, but from a, a mm-hmm. player standpoint, I mean, who were who you looking up to uh, when you were growing up, when you were coming up and, uh, you know, ch- kind of chasing your basketball dreams? Well, back in the day, I think it was Cass Bauer at that time, just because, you know, I mean, she was a Heisham girl and um, we are small town and my parents or my dad actually grew up in Heisham so um she was kind of the baller in my eyes and I just like kind of looked up to her even though she did play for the cats and I think I was talking to Chris I was a cat fan at that time when she was playing so sorry Rob <laughs> well how could you not be a, a cat fan or a Cass Bauer fan because I mean she was a tremendous player led Montana State to their first ever conference championship yeah. she was also a fellow Big Sky Conference MVP as you were later in life, but I thought it was pretty neat in your bulletin board your senior year that you have a picture with you and Cass, yep. and I think that's pretty neat to see those relationships. Yeah, I think it actually was a camp that she put on at senior high. I still remember it, so, and I don't know if she does either. <laughs> She does, actually. a long time ago. Well, Cass and I are in touch because she's coming on the show, Cass Bauer-Billadu. She's coming on later this summer, but she talked about watching you and your career and alluding to it being amazing and watching your development. So she gave you some pretty good compliments and kudos in messaging with me. She's sure a special person. Yeah, she sure is. That's awesome. Anybody else that that, uh, that you looked up to or that uh, I, I know that uh, Krista was mentioning when you were an All-American at Montana. I remember I'm writing a little blurb about that for the student newspaper uh, when that happened. But Candace Parker was an All-American that year as well. So, I mean, I, I'm sure that's probably one of the contemporaries you looked up to. Who who did else did you look up to, though, just from a player standpoint? Um, well, I think like Lisa Leslie and Dawn Staley, when, you know, we were talking about that dream team, um, that's on the USA team. Uh, I just really looked up to them. Um, but yeah, Candace Parker back in the day, I mean, even we were in the same time, um, fragment of, uh, college. So, I mean, even though just to, to look up to her, even though I think we graduated in the same year. So I know that whole, just, um, the honor of the Kodak WBCA honorable mention, only three in the country, and you were one of them with Candace Parker. So that is, that's quite an honor. Yeah, that is. I hope uh, it's the truth. <laughs> I don't know about that, but so, maybe. <laughs> Mitty, you also talk about family a lot and how close mm. you are with family, and you grew up with three older brothers, Kevin, Michael, and Wes. Kevin had a lot of success for Billing Skyview, winning four state titles in seven years, eight years. Um, very impressive. 
but you grew up a lot playing with your brothers. What type of influence did they have along with your dad? We've talked about your dad and mom, but your brothers coming into, uh, you know, competing with you and teaching you to just, I mean, they probably beat up on you a little bit. Oh, all the time. I mean, the backcourt or the backyard, we were just going at it nonstop. So I thought they made me better, you know, playing against boys every day. I just thought that just makes you more physical and not taking much. And uh, so I do give them props for that. But, um, yeah, I just think, you know, just having that um, exposure every day against them, um, and, you know, obviously they didn't want little sis to beat them, so they were hard on me. Around the Big Sky and women's hoops, Chris Redpath, our Big Sky Conference analyst, joining us in studio. Manny Morales, our subject of this week's Where Are They Now? You can catch Around the Big Sky and women's hoops the first hour of each Thursday show here on Nuanas Now. CSPN Radio, maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. And, Manny, we talked about sort of the, the, uh, the dichotomy of being a – a baller and uh, also working the land sometimes too. And I hear you might have a special talent uh, that has to do with uh, horses and uh, rodeo. I mean, uh, tell, people, racing? tell people about this. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that was way back when. <laughs> um, we're bringing things way out. back, Mandy. <laughs> Sophomore year. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I grew up on the ranch. So, yeah, we just started to rodeo and I did barrel race and go tie and pole bend. Um, a lot of my players still, like, they think I'm lying, but I have to actually pull up some pictures <laughs> and show them. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you do out in these neck of the woods. Um, you know, just ride horses, ranch, and farm. So, very uh, agriculture out here, and um, I love it. Um, you know, I did live in Billings when I went to uh, West High, and it's just home being back, you know, being back here. So this, and, the community is great, and um, just, they're very welcoming. I think your team is listening or watching, too. I noticed there was oh, a post great. I'm watching on social media. I know you don't get on social media very much, but you have quite a few listeners and viewers out there, and some of them are your oh. own Red Devils. <laughs> Perfect. Hi, girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. What, what do you think of the opportunity there at Huntley? Because Huntley's had strong sports. I know that people care there at the high school for sure. I mean, we talk about, I mean, mm -hmm. there's a great weight room there at Huntley, which is, you know, maybe not that commonplace for some of the, the smaller schools, some of the smaller high schools in the state. So uh, obviously a passion for sports around that area for sure, as there is all over Montana. But but it uh, seems like there's particular investment there at Huntley. So what do you think of this opportunity to, to, to lead the Red Devils uh, onto the court? And, and what are some of the prospects for uh, your team as, as the uh, season is around the corner? I think it's looking good. Um, you know, I just think the first year experience um, for me and for some younger uh, younger girls, I had a lot of freshmen and sophomore, um, only had one senior last year. So a bunch of young ones, but um, they were really um, fought hard every game. They didn't get, give up. I mean, even with me having the suspension that I had at the early uh, part of the season, um, they seemed like they they said that they were playing for me, and they did. Um, they did amazing, even when I wasn't there. So um, they played hard for the coaches and for themselves. And I just think that you know it's leading on to uh, not not being done. I kind of called it um, back in the day when we had at West High. It was called unfinished business, our motto. And I kind of think that's 
what we have right now. I just think that, you know, we got to finish some business this year, and I think we can make uh, a lot of noise. Well, Mandy, this has been great. We appreciate you so much uh, for joining us here, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, very fun to catch up with you and uh, know that you're still involved in basketball. I love when people that are uh, so well-loved from the game stay in the game. So I appreciate you joining us, and uh, maybe we'll catch up down the road soon. But in the meantime, have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Thank thanks you, for Mandy. having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Krista. Have a good one. Mandy Morales. Well, the greatest lady girls of all time and continuing to give back uh, both on and off the basketball court. Cool interview. Fun catching up uh, with Mandy. And we really appreciate her for sharing the stories and uh, joining us here on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. This week's guest, Mandy Morales, an All-American for the Lady Grizz. Led the Lady Grizz to multiple Big Sky Conference championships and was a two-time uh, league MVP. This Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops this week presented by Man Mortgage. Rob Fleming at the Man Mortgage Office here. Great dude, stand-up guy. Uh, I just recently bought a house last year, and uh, you know when you buy a house and then the real estate's doing what it's doing, you, you know you start getting a lot of letters in the mail and calls and all this stuff. And and I had no idea what's going on. I'm completely new to this, and so I had some some offers that maybe sounded kind of appealing, and so I. I called Rob up and I said, "Hey, man, I just need some some advice for from you." And he was like, "Oh," and he shot me completely straight. He totally could have said, "Oh, you should just refinance with me." He said, "Nope, it's a bad idea right now. You got a great interest rate. Keep it how it is, and then call me down the road if you ever need any more help." And so I really appreciated it. Loved the honesty, and uh, he helped me out quite a bit. I know he helped you. Uh, has helped you a lot, Krista, in your life as well. Absolutely. I bought my house seven years ago with the help of Rob, and I now I'm. It's a great investment. Looking um, sure. where I'm at, um, and helped me refinance. But what I loved about Rob is his personal approach. He took all the phone calls, all the emails, all the questions, and he really walked you through it. He's just a good person. And when you know that person behind that and they're not just trying to sell you something, but they really care that you're getting into a good situation, that's Rob Fleming. And he's been amazing for this show. I mean, Man Mortgage has been a steadfast sponsor. He believes in the content that we're producing, Coulter, and it's really neat to see him um, continue to sponsor our show. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, Where Are They Now? edition will continue next Thursday during the 4 o'clock hour. Krista will be in studio uh, once again. Who do we got coming up uh, this next show? We have Elisa Failer. Very cool. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun listening to her career and uh, what Elisa she's Smith, done. Smith, when she played for the Lady Grizz, uh, great leader. I always, it's funny because when you're a sports writer, and especially in basketball, because you're going to cover like 35 games, and, you know, I mean, hoops is pretty cut and dry. You win, you lose, you out-rebound them, you don't. You get in foul trouble, you don't. So, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff. But you always have a couple of the go-to quotes. And when covering that team, they had a lot of great players on that team. Jordan Sullivan was obviously very polished with the media, just given her background. Tori Hill. But Elisa was always the one we would go to because she could explain it so well. She saw the, the game kind of like a coach, and it was always fun interviewing her. So I'm looking forward to, to catching up with her. She's doing a great job, too, with what she's got going on with her husband, Stephen Failer, former Grizz tight end. Uh, they got Sp- Failer Sports Specific out there. She's doing a great training for young basketball players. I think they have a, a big weekend coming up this weekend, too, going to some showcases and things like that. So uh, this should be a fun interview. And she's a mom. She's got a baby, too. Uh, right. And I, a toddler. I, I, so pretty impressive. Uh, they're helping out a lot of young people in this community, including uh, their own child as well. 
that was great. That was very fun. It's, it's been very, very cool and nostalgic to catch up with uh, with some of these lady girls. But that one, that one hit for me because Mandy's my exact same age. So it's, it's, it was just great. Love to, Mandy. I loved. Uh, it was so great to hear from her because she has, you know, sort of been out of the spotlight, but now going to be back in as a head coach. And I think it's it's cool because I think that she's kind of a quiet warrior when she played for the Lady Grizz. She is quiet, but when you look at her stats, Coulter, one thousand nine hundred and fifty nine points. She finished right behind Shannon Kate for sure for the second all time. And that's as a score. point guard. This is as okay. a point guard that's passed first, so that's an impressive number. And then also five hundred and eighty seven um, assists. So when you look at that, she tied. She's tied um, with uh, Skyla. Yeah, um, is number two. Um, and that's pretty impressive. I mean, Brooklyn Lorenzen is number one. For sure. Um, but just to look at those two statistical categories and have her be right there, one, two, in a storied program like the Lady Grizz, it's really something. For my money, the best I've ever seen do it for Lady Grizz. Very cool to have Manny Morales on the show. You can find that uh, interview on the Nuanas Now podcast, and we'll also put it on SkylineSportsMT.com for you as well. So uh, if you missed any or all of it, you can go check it out. There. We'll be back at it for Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops next week, and we'll be back at it on this show to talk some NBA draft. We set you up for it. We had a couple of sweet interviews. Never really gave you some reactions, so we will rehash some of that, some summer league talk as well. Krista, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Coulter. It's always fun. NBA draft reactions. Chad Holmgren, Paulo Bancaro, and more. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. Just fire. I don't even remember how I found that song or how it's associated with anything, but because I wanted to play some Calvin Harris in the last break, it just led me to it, and I I just couldn't help but think of that music video and that song. Crazy. There's certain songs that stick in your head. I'm feeling like electronic music today. You know, it's because I'm going to go drink seltzer waters at the lake. Feeling fancy. New Honest Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, as well as the ESPN Montana app. By the way, uh, thanks to Manny Morales for joining us around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Where are they now edition? Presented by Krista Redpath and Man Mortgage. We'll also feature a youth sports segment each week. This week, we featured Elite Vision Baller, uh, which is a uh, coaching business uh, a development for kids age 5 through 13. And uh, we must mention it is presented by our great friends over at Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller uh, has expanded their firm. And uh, no matter what sort of legal needs you might have from uh, criminal defense to uh, personal injury, Ryan Mel- Holloway and Miller has a Phone line you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and uh, they can help you take care of any and all of your legal needs. Ryan Holloway and Miller, the proud sponsor of our youth sports update each week on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. We gave you a fun setup to uh, the NBA draft, and then it happened, and I think we had a long weekend. I think Andrew then was out for a little while on vacation, so we had not uh, really given you reactions to the NBA draft. But by all accounts, it seemed like the the top part of the draft, at least the lottery, 
had very few surprises, or I guess very few surprises that would be considered just bad picks. It seemed like most pundits thought that most of the guys that went in the top 13 in the draft were pretty darn good, pretty darn good fits. And uh, probably the one surprise was there was a lot of waffling between who would be the top pick. There was three options, basically. Paulo Banquero out of Duke, Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga, and Jabari Smith out of Auburn. It seemed like a couple days before the draft, everybody was saying it was going to be Smith, who was a hyper-athletic guy who could play at least guard multiple positions in the NBA. Holmgren, such an interesting prospect because he's he's truly like one of a kind for what he is. Uh, low-hanging fruit is Christos Porzingis as his best comp, but Holmgren does certain things a lot better than that, which is crazy to think because Christos Porzingis, when healthy, was very good. But Holmgren, I think uh, his ceiling is, is, is way higher than Christos Porzingis, but uh, there was also some question marks just in terms of his durability so slight. I, having seen him in person and watched him throughout the NCAA tournament, thought it was crazy that anybody was talking about any player but Paulo Bancaro as the number one pick. And then I was vindicated. Uh, he became the number one pick. It was a sensible decision. And sometimes that's not the case when you talk about the teams at the very top of the draft. But Paulo Bancaro goes to uh, the Orlando Magic. Then Holmgren goes two to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Jamari Smith goes three uh, to the Houston Rockets. Um, I don't know if Bancaro's overall ceiling is as high as Chet Holmgren's, but I also think that he is a almost zero-risk pick. I, I can't really imagine what his floor is other than a guy that's going to be able to get buckets in the NBA. Now, is he going to be, be, be an 18-point-per-game guy or a 28-point-per-game guy? I think that's sort of the wide range, but I do think that he's going to be you know, a 16- to 18-point-per-game guy no matter what. And, uh, you know, this is barring some catastrophe you know, some unforeseen circumstance or injury or something like that. But if he stays what he is with the skills he's he has and the polish that he has as well, I think he's going to be really solid. Holmgren, his returns coming out of the NBA Summer League were, were very good. And uh, I think it's just a matter of proving that someone with his slight and unorthodox build can perform at an NBA level consistently. And if he can, uh, we might be looking back at the Thunder getting Holmgren at two as, uh, as quite a steal. We're coming up against the end of hour number one, but uh, Andrew, just your brief thoughts on, on the top of the draft. Was there anything about this draft that was particularly surprising? It seemed like there was a, not that much drama, so there was not that much to talk about. It seemed like most of the guys that went early went to teams that – at least sort of fit them well, but it seemed like the top three picks, even if they didn't go in the order we maybe expected, uh, all three of those guys, sort of the same narrative. Young, high upside, and you're kind of just delineating between the floors of each player in terms of evaluating them as as uh, impact NBA guys. I think you're underplaying just a little bit here, Coulter, how much of a surprise it was to see Ben Carroll go number one over sure. Jabari Smith. Sure. I mean, that was something where... Jabari Smith was locked. I mean, Woj was reporting multiple days before the draft that Jabari Smith was right. locked in at one. That's kudos to the Magic's front office. 
um, for keeping their plan. If I'm, I'm assuming that it was their plan to go Bancaro at one all the way for and sure. that they didn't sort of change their minds at the last second. But just keeping that under wraps and allowing teams to, uh, you know, try to figure and puzzle out and keeping other teams in the dark what they were doing. Uh, I, I agree with you, Bancaro is a guy who I don't really see how he fails in the league, and it's not like he doesn't have the sky-high defensive potential of Chet Holmgren and Jabari Smith, but it's not like he's a pure a, a pure scorer, a pure gunner. He's a good playmaker. He works hard on defense from all accounts. I mean, this is a guy who's going to be a really good, well-rounded NBA player. I think the other thing to watch, the Kings stayed strong at four, and that was sort of the first turning point of the draft because he had the For top sure. three consensus players, and then the question was what the Kings were going to do at four. The scuttlebutt around was that they liked Iowa's Keegan Murray there, uh, but that that might not have been good value, that they might have been able to trade back and get Keegan Murray anyway. They kept the pick. They took Keegan Murray. They took a little bit of heat for it while he was the best player in summer league. uh, So good for Sacramento. Would Jaden Ivey been a better pick if the Kings were to stay pat? That's what everybody was saying. I mean, people were saying that you might be able to get a trade up from somebody trying to trade into that fourth spot to get Jaden Ivey, the guard from Purdue, um, and maybe pick up another asset and still get your guy Keegan Murray a couple picks later. Um, You know, Ivey had some flashes in Summer League. He also had an injury. I'm not sure what it was, but he didn't play all the games at Summer League, but he's good. I mean, all of those guys look good. I mean, Benedict Matherin in the sixth slot with Indiana, he had a good Summer League. Um, So we'll see, but there was a lot of consternation around what the Kings were going to do and how those sort of four, five, six picks were going to play out. And it looks like everybody's happy with who they got in that range right now. Last thought, you mentioned Benedict Matherin. uh, Matherin, I saw him live twice because they were at the San Diego Regional when I went to San Diego to cover Montana State. And I thought like I thought he looked like he was kind of going through the motions, yet he still was incredibly productive and he's really, really smooth. So I think the key for him is just when he gets to the NBA, can he turn the switch on every night? It's sort of funny though, because that's sort of the similar thought I had with guys like Evan Mobley, seeing them live two years ago at the NCAA tournament, uh, as well as guys like Cade Cunningham. So maybe that's actually the thing that these guys share is that They are so good and so smooth and so NBA-ready that they look like they're just going through the motions because they make it look so easy. But make no mistake, even though I watched Evan Mobley live twice last year and then watched uh, Cade Cunningham live once against Oregon State, actually, in an upset win, uh, an upset loss for Oklahoma State, an upset win for Oregon State, those guys are both really good as rookies in the NBA. Uh, I mean, two of the best rookies in the NBA, so uh, maybe that's the translatable property there. Maybe they'll... uh, Figure out a way. Maybe a guy like Benedict Matherin will will figure out a way to turn it on when he gets to the league. I'm sure he will. You want us now? ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. The ESPYS were last night. Steph Curry changed a bunch. Also, Dick Vitale wouldn't get off the microphone, and I loved every minute of it. Chuck doesn't know sports. Our good friend Carolyn swings by. Keep her right here. You want us now? ESPN Radio. 
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 